For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings shall we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 200 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. You guys mind if I solo on this shit for a second? Sorry, just had to get that out. That was like, that was 200 air horns for 200 episodes of Blue Harvest. We did it. Feels good to say, 200 episodes. I know. I can't believe we did it, dude. Four years. We've been doing this for four years. Actually, our our four-year pod anniversary is on Saturday when this comes out, May the 4th. It doesn't even feel that, like that long. I know, dude. Hasn't doing the podcast make it seem like the wait for the movies? Granted, we're getting them like once a year, you know, but still it makes the wait for them seem like it goes by way faster. Yeah, it gives us the ability to dissect them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, when they come out, too. That's really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we put out the call last week for voice messages and emails in co- commemorating our 200th episode. And uh, whew, you guys came big, came through huge. You came big. Um so that is primarily what we're going to be doing this inf- this evening. We're going to be hearing from our Blue Harvest friends and family and fucking fellow podcasters. It's um it's a little overwhelming. And I will say um we're going in we're going in blind. I haven't listened to any of these. So I don't know what gold these contain. Um but I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to hearing from all you guys. We do have some Star Wars news to talk about. And not the great kind. The unfortunate kind. Um, I guess, uh, I mean, there's no way around it. Peter Mayhew passed away. It's really sad. It is. Um, it's crazy to think about, man. Just a couple of weeks ago, he was at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. 
meeting fans, signing autographs, taking photos, you know? Yeah. And then apparently he passed away the evening of the 30th. So it was a couple of days ago, but it was announced today. Um, it's a bummer, man. I think Peter Mayhew was the first guy in a suit who I knew who he was. You know what I mean? Like, as a kid watching, like, I'm trying to think of something. That, like, you know, I would watch Godzilla movies as a kid. And I never knew who was in the Godzilla suit or the Mecha Godzilla suit. Right. You know? And then I, you know, have vivid memories of being like, you know, Peter Mayhew plays Chewbacca. I know who plays Chewbacca. And then, you know, from there it becomes like, well, Anthony Daniels plays C-3PO. And then Kenny Baker plays R2-D2. I feel like in some ways Star Wars, at least back then, had that special quality where people knew. Like, would it really be that common for you know to know who the guy in an alien costume was? You know what I mean? Like, do you know who played the Gorax in the Star Trek episode? No, no I it's don't. not the Gorax. Is that the name of those lizard monsters? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm bad with Star Trek stuff. You should really get on to me about that, man. That's like your that's your career path, mm. Dr. Crusher. You know, I mean, I love Star Trek, but I don't currently watch as much star trek as i do star wars to be honest i don't even watch the new stuff you mean it's hard to get into the new stuff not that it's not good it's great you know from what i hear but um i, I just like, have to set aside some time to do it Plus, I, would I don't like, have the cbs app or whatever yeah i would like to sign up for like a free month of that or whatever and burn through the first two seasons because I'm interested to check it out. I bet it's good. I mean, I love it. You know, it's my preferred, <laughs> it's my hope for our future as a species, but I doubt it. It'll probably look something more like Terminator. Um, woof. Um, but yeah. So do you see what I'm saying when I say like, I don't know before like Star Wars, how common it was for you know, to know actors yeah. that were hidden behind a costume. Right, until the convention started, I feel like. Because that's yeah. when you get the closest to them as a fan that's willing to do that. And even the fans that aren't, you know, you have to be a super fan to watch the behind-the-scenes stuff. And when the behind the, I feel like when the behind-the-scenes stuff, those documentaries, mm-hmm. we could watch and see who they are, that's when the general public can know who you are. Yeah, and I feel like Star Wars had a big hand in that, too, the whole behind-the-scenes documentary, sure. because it was such like a, a revolution and like a technical masterpiece at, you know, for the time that people wanted to know, like, how did they do that? You know? Right. So, um, and speaking and of- also as Peter Mayhew, you can tell people, you know, that's I'm Chewbacca. Yep. You know, and that's legitimate. It's not a rendered character. Like it's you every time, like you are Chewbacca. No one will ever be able to take that away from Peter Mayhew, you know? No. And, you know, like, when you watch behind the scenes stuff with him or if you had the pleasure of meeting him or, you know, seeing him on a panel or anything like that, like there was a lot of Peter Mayhew in Chewie. You know what I mean? Like he brought that character 
to life and made it his his own. You could say that Peter Mayhew is the co-creator of Chewie. Right. You know, like George Lucas came up with and wrote the character, but Peter Mayhew had just as much, if not more, of an impact on that character. You know, yeah, like, like someone can tell you what to paint, but he was the one holding the paintbrush. Um, and, you know, I had the opportunity and the pleasure of meeting him uh, at Pensacon in 2015, and he couldn't have been a nicer guy. I was heard he was a fantastically nice human being. He was. Um, and, you know, you want to talk about like a dude who was committed to being like, yeah, I'm chewy. Like he went to tons of cons and like, yeah, of course that's his, that's his livelihood. You know, there's not a lot of work out there for someone of his stature. And also, you know, he had his battles with like disability and stuff with his knees and he had limitations and for people to want to work with that. But, you know, that's hard in the agent in the field, I can imagine. But always showing up at Star Wars Celebration. I was about to say, and with those conditions, it's not easy traveling. Mm-mm. You know, traveling is not easy or good for you. Yeah, and I wonder, like, did he push himself too hard with the trip to Chicago and stuff? I mean, uh, it's not like you know, Peter Mayhew died incredibly young. He was a couple of weeks away from his seventy-fifth birthday. You know, yeah. he had a good run. Um, but man, it's sad. It's sad. Something that, tells um, me he wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah, man. Like, uh, it was nice. It was nice seeing. Uh, I went on his Twitter, and uh, you know, his family put out a statement on there. <clears throat> and uh, one of the last pictures he posted was from Star Wars Celebration with all the fans lined up to meet him and stuff. Like. Um, you know, what can you say? I did want to read out a couple of statements because there's been some really nice statements from friends and family and, uh, I guess you could say coworkers of Peter Mayhew's. Right. Um, and you know, it's always nice to hear, um, what the people who had been, you know, part of his life and, part of his career had to say like JJ Abrams put out a statement that said, Peter was the loveliest man, kind and patient, supportive and encouraging, a sweetheart to work with and already dearly missed. Um, George Lucas put out a statement. Peter was a wonderful man. He was the closest any human being could be to a Wookiee, big heart, general nature. And I learned to always let him win. He was a good friend, and I'm saddened by his passing. Um, Jonas Sutamo, man, I hope yeah. I do not do a good job of saying his name. He's I the, think he did just fine. He's the guy who took over uh, right. the role uh, of, yeah. and look, man, he does a wonderful job. Yeah. Um, and you know what I really like about him is he even did it at the episode nine panel. He always gives props to Peter Mayhew. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and he said, devastated to hear about the passing of a dear friend and mentor, the great Peter Mayhew. Peter's warm welcome when I came aboard as his double in The Force Awakens meant so much to me. Studying the character he helped create was always a daunting task, but one that was made easier by his tutelage and kindness as we sought to bring Chewbacca to life for a new generation. 
He was an absolutely one-of-a-kind gentleman and a legend of unrivaled class, and I will miss him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just... Yeah. It's nice, you know, it's sad, but it's also nice to see all these people remembering him and, uh, you what know, the What a stand-up guy he was. Yeah, and, and, like, the work he put in. I'm looking for one more. The next one was... The one I'm looking for is the statement from Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford made oh, a statement. Man. And it was oh. it was really good. Um, man. I had it pulled up. Ah, here it goes. <clears throat> um, Peter Mayhew was a kind and gentle man, possessed of great dignity and noble character. These aspects of his own personality, plus his wit and grace... He brought to Chewbacca. We were partners in film and friends in life for over 30 years, and I loved him. He invested his soul in the character and brought great pleasure to the Star Wars audience. Chewbacca was an important part of the success of the films we made together. He knew how important the fans of the franchise were to its continued success, and he was devoted to them. I and millions of others will never forget Peter and what he gave us all. My thoughts are with his dear wife, Angie, and his children. Rest easy, my dear friend. Ooh. Uh, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good one, right? Yeah, that's probably the best so far. So, there you have it, man. It sucks. I'm going to miss Peter Mayhew. I always find him, found him entertaining and just, you know, I think when you look he at all these... He was loved. Yeah, and when you look at all these statements, like, there's a there's a common thread. He was a gentle man. He was a kind man. Wit. You know, like... So, what can you do? It sucks, man. Alrighty. So, hats off to you, Peter Mayhew. May the force be with you. I'm really bad at this kind of stuff. Always. You know? Um, And as far as other star wars news goes there's only one other sort of thing that sort of popped up this week and it is um kind of interesting it seems like someone kind of fucked up really yeah so there is a um there's a book coming out called black spire and it's put out by Penguin Random House. And that is one of the books that's coming out that sort of ties in to the story of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the theme park. Okay. Black and, Spire, are you saying? Yeah, Black Spire is a place in on Batu, which is where Galaxy's Edge is, right? Okay. And they put up a listing for this. Um they put up a listing for the Black Spire book, but when you want to know what the uh, synopsis was when What's people that? went to look, and this was on, I believe, the Australian uh, version of the Penguin Penguin Random House a website. This is what um, the synopsis said: "Confidential and unannounced, a standalone Star Wars title delving into the character." of one of the biggest names in the Star Wars universe, Kylo Ren. This is unconfirmed and still subject to change. Kylo is a relatively new character in the Star Wars universe, 
first making his appearance in The Force Awakens and played by Adam Driver. With a complicated origin story, this book hopes to look deeper into Kylo Ren's past and reveal more of the mysteries behind the mask. Okay. Is that not supposed to happen? No. I mean, that is definitely not the synopsis of that Black Spire book. So what happened, what it seems like happened was somebody uploaded the wrong synopsis. You see what I'm saying? That's To a forthcoming Kylo Ren book? To an unannounced forthcoming Kylo Ren book. That's the big thing. Like, when I said it seems like someone fucked up, it seems like someone let the cat out of the bag on something that's coming. And I gotta say, like, I hope it's legit because I'd read the hell out of that book. That book the idea of that book excites me. Like I'm ready to start learning more about talk about a Disney plus miniseries, right? right. Kylo Ren origin story. Yeah. Talk about make me like him better. Well, Kylo, I mean like at some point, right? We're going to have to start filling in the story between episode six and seven. And I understand them not wanting to do that now in case there's something about the events of that. Like, obviously, you wouldn't have done that before The Last Jedi came out because you wouldn't want to give away what happened between Luke and Kylo, right? Right. And I imagine it's the same reason they don't really touch that until after Episode Nine. Once Episode Nine is out, then I imagine that area is free reign. And it's just, it's just up to how they want to tell those stories, be it a Disney Plus miniseries or a book or comics or a cartoon or whatever, right? You think Adam Driver <laughs> would do the character again? I don't know. I don't really know. Um, something tells me no. Something <laughs> tells me that, like, at the very least, after The Rise of Skywalker, he's going to want at the very least, a break from Star Wars. I've always kind of felt like Adam Driver was going to be sort of the Harrison Ford. Of Me this too. Gen- I always kind of felt yeah. like Where, you know, it's not like he hates the fact that he was in Star Wars, but I feel like he's going to be <laughs> like, like... he was singing that Adam Sandler song. Somebody kill me, please. <laughs> No, I, I, I just feel like he's going to be the guy that's like, I did that. It's time to move on. He's not going to be the kind of guy who wants Star Wars to define the entirety of his career. Um, and he's a really good actor. So I also feel like in sort of a Harrison Ford way, he is going to have like a lot of stuff ahead of him, you know? So in that regard, I can't really see him. Plus, depending on how young Kylo was supposed to be anyway, you could always recast if they were going to go the live action route. Um, That's true. But yeah, I'm I'm ready to see. You know what I want to see? I want to see like Kylo before he goes bad and he's with Luke. That's kind of what I want to see. Like them off. I want to see his journey to the fall. Yeah. You know, like. I mean, you could show me the Knights of Ren. That would be a cool miniseries. But what I really want to see is, and I mean, I, you can't do this because you've lost Mark Hamill. You know, Mark, I think Mark Hamill knows he's done. Like, 
you know, or I don't know, maybe you could cast Luke. I don't know, but I don't think they'll do that. You know, the conflict of Snoke subverting Kylo Ren would be a fascinating story. Yeah. Well, and Luke's Jedi temple, you know, in, in a, a, a perfect world, they would do that as like a, I'm not saying rated R or even PG 13, but like a, animated series that had a little bit more of a harder edge to it not like like i said even fully into like rpg 13 and have mark come back to voice luke skywalker and have adam driver voice kylo ren that would be perfect to me because then you don't like would it be cool to see in live action absolutely but the benefit of doing it animated is you don't have to worry about recasting or any right. any of that kind of stuff and sometimes people are much more likely to do voice work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than actually have to get on the stage right right so less time consuming doesn't involve hours of makeup yeah or or a setting <laughs> or, or having to take you know fucking lightsaber fencing lessons or fight choreography mm -hmm. or anything right you know? none of that so I think that would be really cool. And I hope they do something like that eventually. I just hope, honestly, like I'm, like I told you, I'm excited for the idea of this Kylo Ren book. If it comes to fruition, but I would be lying if I didn't say that. I hope some of that time period is an is explored in either animated or live action form, because I don't want it to just be books that fill in that story. <clears throat> so we'll see though. We will see. We shall see. Um, there's this story that involves me and you, right? Oh no. That I've always thought about telling on the podcast, but I've always been like, eh, it's not I'm suddenly scared. No, it's not a bad story, but a piece of Star Wars news that came out this week that I just remembered made me think of this story. And I was like, Oh, there's ever an opportunity. Um, but Jason Ward over at making Star Wars has reported that basically they are moving Star Wars production from Pinewood to a different studio in London. So they're basically packing up operation, moving somewhere else. Pinewood is apparently going to be home to the next James Bond movie and maybe a couple of Marvel movies. Maybe like the Black Widow movie and the Eternals are both going to film there. Oh, wow. So they're basically getting this new studio space together for Star Wars. And apparently the first thing that's going to be filming there. Uh, will be this year, and it's going to be the Cassie and Andor series. Oh, cool. And after that, it's going to be the David Benioff, or the Benioff and Weiss Star Wars, the first movie in their series. And then I guess after that, it's going to be the first one in Ryan Johnson series. But anyway, uh, Jason reported on the code name of the Cassie and Andor series, and this is what brought up the story. Um, you know what the co code name was? What was it? White Snake. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> so one day, guys, maybe Will and I will tell the White Snake story, and it's oh, not. It's I not, don't. It's I don't know if we'll ever tell that story. I, that see, that's the thing. I can't just go off and tell it. If we tell the story, Will has to be fully in on it. Um, and it's oh, not. Oh, it's not oh. what you guys think it is. Just from the title, it literally has to do with the band White Snake. Yeah. And a particular White Snake song. But maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll tell you. You guys. just set it up for a flood of White Snake songs. <laughs> All right, buddy. So we've covered the Star Wars news. Now we have we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta jump into these voicemails. People we'll are dive right in. We're gonna dive right in. So first up, uh, we have from our buddies at the Sith list. A voicemail. Are you ready to hear this? Indeed. What's up, Blue Harvest? Congratulations on 200 episodes. Pause, Burkhart. I've told you countless times that you have one of the best voices in Star Wars podcasting. And Will, my man, dude, you round out that the powerhouse that is Blue Harvest. The two of you together are the best, and I constantly tell people that if you can only listen to one Star Wars podcast, jump directly past any one that I'm on, and go straight <laughs> to Blue Harvest. And, and dude, I mean it. I'm so happy for you guys, your chemistry, everything you've done, just how far the show's come. You guys are the best. The best. And just, I cannot congratulate you enough. 200 episodes is a huge milestone. And man, you guys just need to keep it going for easily 200 more. Easily. You know what? Do you hear that? You hear that in the background? Because mm. I hear it. <laughs> That's excellence. <laughs> I just wanted to say congrats to Chef Will and congrats to the man, the myth, the beard of knowledge, Haas Burkhart, for number 200. And thank you so much for being the mentor and the shining light to the Sith list. We really appreciate everything you've done for us and appreciate your friendship to us more than anything. And cannot wait to see you, hopefully both, because that's the rumor that Will's coming down for 2020 Ooh. Star Wars Celebration. And keep <laughs> on trucking. We hope to hear another 200 from you guys, man. Thank you so much. You guys have definitely, like Roger just said, you know, you've inspired us. You've helped us. I got to sneeze, so excuse this. <laughs> that's a, that's a powerful that's ass boo. sneeze. Sorry. Oh. just wants me to edit. That's all I'm he does. so sorry about that. But honestly, great to have met you guys. Uh, Haas, you're an awesome person, man. You're getting, you're getting a little uh, yeah, emotional I right feel now. another one coming. You're getting verklempt. Yeah. I'm verklempt. I'm verklempt. But honestly, man, thank you so much for all you guys have done. And keep it up, guys. I'm going to send it over to the fellow Spider-Man fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Carlos Burguello. Definitely. Yeah, no, Hawswell, thank you guys. You guys have been amazing. Congrats on the 200. That's incredible. You guys have just been, you know, the perfect example of how to conduct yourself in this community, how to conduct yourself as far as the podcast and stuff like that. Major thumbs up to you guys. Congrats. Can't wait to, you know, listen to the next 200. Can't wait to see you guys in celebration. I hope both of you coming. And, well, all of you, to be honest. Can't wait to see you guys. Yeah, so congrats. And you're lucky tonight because we have On the Throne with King Tom. Gentlemen, the king. Hey, Haas and Will. I want to thank you uh, for putting the work in every week for one of my favorite Star Wars or any other type of podcasts. You know, I've been listening for 
more than three years now, and ever since my first episode of Blue Harvest, I've had a case of lightning dick that won't go away. <laughs> Ooh, see, that's what I'm talking about. You don't want it to. That's what I'm talking about. You Bring went old school. Bringing it back. Bringing yeah. it back. I didn't I didn't scream it like it's supposed to be screamed. I got <laughs> kids in a way upstairs asleep. You said I'd it like pretty loud, man. Way. You said it pretty loud. Lightning okay. dick. Good enough. Ride the lightning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> So from the Sith list to Blue Harvest. And by the way, we're going to throw Jess in there because obviously Jess has had to put up with all you guys doing your thing (laughs) for the last 200 episodes. So Jess, you are awesome as well. From the Sith list to Blue Harvest, congrats. Man, that was so nice. That was. Thanks, guys. You're such nice guys. Yeah, you guys should go check out the Sith list if you don't already. If you don't already, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, so we're just going to keep moving right along. Next up, we got our buddy from the Geek Dudes, Mr. Chris Fresh. Sweet love <laughs> Hello there, whores and will of the Blue Harvest podcast. It is your friend. I am... Chris Fresh of the Geek Dudes Podcast, and I am honoured and grateful you have invited me to your 200th podcast on the day of your 200th podcast. I hope your 201st podcast is a masculine 201st podcast. Actually, I hope you get some women on there like Lady J or something. That'd really be entertaining. Anyway, guys, you are one of my very favourite podcasts ever in the Star Wars universe. You have entertained me and entertained many and you should be very proud of reaching 200. You know above all else, Chris Fresh is a Blue Harvest cunt. I hope that there are 200 more. I thank you for the episodes you have had me on. They've always been a blast and I hope to come back. I appreciate the friendship we have formed and congratulations once again on your 200th. Now, may you two enjoy some sweet, sweet loving. Oh, my goodness. Sweetest. The sweetest loving. Oh. That was a good one too. That was I, I have a feeling we're in I feel like it's my birthday. I, I know feel, right? I'm feeling guilty like I'm feeling like I feel a... like it's our last episode. Two hundred oh, wow. Two hundred more. That is something like uh, that would be another four years. So we're talking about twenty twenty three. We're still kicking doing Star Wars podcast. I would love it, because that means there's still plenty of Star Wars for us to talk about. I mean, as long as people are listening to what we're doing. I'll be 40. I'll be 40 by the time episode 400 rolls around. But you'll be four years wiser, even in Star Wars knowledge. Imagine all that you can consume in four years. That's a lot of Star Wars. That's a lot of Star Wars. That's a lot of Star Wars. We could be on, like, the fourth season of The Mandalorian, Uh, you know. we Just sitting in a tab, like, in a tavern, like, back in a corner. Oh, boy. All right, so moving right along, keeping this train a-going. Now we have a message from the boys over at Now This Is Podcasting, Jason and Randy. Let's hear what they have to say. These are musical as fuck. What the fuck? They are. I feel so, like, incompetent. 
the best When I heard the first 100 Then I heard the next All right. Dude, this is we're basically putting together our own version of Once More with Feeling, the uh the musical Blue Harvest or Blue Harvest Buffy episode. Yeah, right. One of my favorite Buffy episodes, by the way. <clears throat> All right, next up we have a voicemail from our Rick. If you're singing in this, like what oh I don't know. I'm gonna gonna lose it. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to take everything. Cause better turn me down now. (laughs) We met Rick. uh, Jesse and I got to meet Rick at Celebration Chicago. Uh, Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, Haas and Will, it's your boy Rick in Chicago. Just sending this in to say congratulations on 200 episodes. And happy four-year anniversary on this May the 4th. Um, I just wanted to say thank you guys for providing me awesome, awesome content every Saturday morning. I do appreciate what you guys do. I love your friendship. It comes out so naturally on the show. Pause. I'm so happy I got to meet you and Jesse at Celebration a few weeks ago. Um, We didn't talk a whole lot, but um, I'm glad I got to see you do a little bit of recording with James Yarko's son, Jack, and uh, seeing you talking with Tom, King Tom and Emily Lind. Um, it was a lot of fun to see how you do that and how natural it is uh, that you can turn on the microphone and, and have some fun with it. It's just simple conversation, I know, but you have a gift. So to you, Hawes and Will, again, congratulations on 200 episodes. I will be there every week listening for the next 200 or 400 or 600 or however many you guys decide to do. I love you guys both. Cheers. And may the force be with you. Thanks, Rick. That's awesome, buddy. So nice. Dude, everybody's being so nice. Rick was on a exclusive Black Series mission. I think the last time I ran into Rick was on the floor and it was me and Jesse and Johnny um, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to get in the Hasbro line again, try to get my hands on another pair of them exclusive figures. He was on the prowl for some Star Wars figures. He also yeah. he also had a, uh, a Cassian cosplay going. Solid. Solid. That sounds awesome. Um, I guess he took a picture of me recording uh, in the uh, the food court that day. And he sent it over, I guess he sent it to King Tom, and then King Tom sent it to me, and dude, I look so tired. I Do am you? a tired boy, because this is either, I guess it had to be on Sunday. So, you know, we're talking four days into celebration then. You were running sheerly on Yellow Red Bull. Yellow Red Bull and a couple of, you know, bad uh like convention center meals and about four hours of sleep 
and love a Star Wars. But, uh, yeah, he sent me a picture, and dude, I look so out of it. Like, I almost look like I'm actually falling asleep in it. But it was good to meet you, buddy. I hope you, uh, I hope you make it to Anaheim. All right, next up, we have a voicemail from the ladies at the Canto Bite Dispatch. This is from Emily and Brittany. Oh, wow. Hello, and welcome to episode 200 of Blue Harvest Podcast. I'm Haas Burkhardt, and with me today, it's my friend and co-host, it's Will Witten. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm just cooking and talking about food and... What are you doing? <laughs> you know, just sitting here thinking about Boba Fett. <laughs> and raccoons? And raccoons. And Walter White, my cat. Oh, I love it. Are we done with this bit now? No, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think either of us really has a good enough impression of either of these gentlemen. But hi, Haas and Will. It's Brittany and Emily. Hello. I don't know why I said Brittany first. That's a little <laughs> bit weird. Today, you're Brittany. <laughs> anyway, we wanted to say congratulations on 200 episodes. Yeah, that's a big accomplishment. And I'm so proud of you guys for keeping it up for four years. Yeah, that's that's a long fucking time to do a podcast. Yeah, Emily, do you remember your first episode of Blue Harvest? You know, I was trying to think about that, and I really I, I can't quite pinpoint when it was. Uh, I would have started listening around the same time that I started listening to Rogue One. So it would have been like two or three years ago now, I guess. Oh, wow. That's How great. about you? I remember my first episode of Blue Harvest was right after Celebration because I remember that Will was on an episode of Rogue One talking about all the events of Celebration. And then they're like, okay, we're going to continue this talk on Blue Harvest and then that's how I got into Blue Harvest. Like, I love the theme song. I love the Kitty Cockhead. Like, I loved everything about the episode. And I'm like, I should just keep listening to this podcast. And it's been a wonderful two years. The amount of times I've just been, like, sitting on the subway or walking down the street and suddenly I have the Kitty Cockhead song in my head, I cannot count. It's a lot. <laughs> It's one of those when I'm at work and I answer the phone and I'm like really hoping that they're not hearing the theme song in my other earbud. <laughs> that's funny. I was also hoping too. Yeah. So they'd say, hey, that's a nice song. And I'll be like, thanks. It's from this podcast called Blue Harvest. Check it out. Yeah. Oh, it's a great podcast. We love you guys. Uh, Will, you better come to celebration next time so we can meet you because we've met Hawes and he's delightful. Yes, I need to hang out with you again and get you both a beer. But that sounds good. We have some questions for you. Uh-oh. And we have yes. two of them. And the first one is going to be a top three. Brittany? It's going to be top three Blue Harvest moments. Ooh, good. I like that one. I like it when people reminisce about their own podcasts. It makes me happy. Me too. But I also have a Fuck, Mary Kill for you guys. And that is... Oh, no. Fuck, Mary Kill... Steel Wars. Oh no. The Sith List. Oh god. Now this is podcasting. Oh what? Oh. Any way you want. I don't know, but it's up to you guys. That's the fuck my kill I have for you. Have fun with it. Oh, I almost want to answer this one right now. Are you gonna answer <laughs> this? 
I'm not going to answer it. You can answer it if you want. Okay. I have to marry the Sith list for legal reasons. Okay. <laughs> um, fuck Steel Wars. Kill the Now This Is Podcasting. Okay. All right. Oh Looking my forward goodness. to hearing how you boys respond to it. And again, congratulations on 200. And hopefully we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Oh my Bye. God. I feel like, I feel like a feral cat backed into a corner. You know what oh. I mean? Like, I just don't know what to do. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> that is a rough one. All right. We're going to have to start with the, the top three or whatever, because I need to to take that F Mary kill and like put it into another compartment of my brain and let it grow like a fucking virus for a second while I like contemplate. Um, you got it's hard. It's hard to think of like a top three podcast moments. There's been some really good ones. Do you have any that jump to mind for you, buddy? The very first, the walking into the very first crippled ghost joke. Yep, was probably in my top ten. I mean, top ten most embarrassing and then failures, but like walking into it was pretty funny. Like afterward, um, one of my favorite moments is recording the Stoned Cobra commercials. Oh, because like those were good. Because for one, that to me was like. It's early on in the show. I'm trying to do some weird, stupid stuff. I remember coming up with the We're idea. Being experimental. Yeah. Yeah. Like we came up with the idea sitting at across from one another at a table. Right. And I had like a pad of paper and we were just gonna write it out. We were scripting, like And we did. We wrote it out. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like we wrote out every line. We did like no, an outline no, like I, this happens, did, yeah. this happens. And we changed in there too. There was some creative um, process in there i remember and like i remember like driving to work one day and being like we should do a commercial for stoned cobra and then like telling you and steve that that's what i wanted to do and then you coming over i was like come over a little early this week because it was when you were still in town right and we'll uh we'll hash out this commercial and dude like i just remember laughing and like coming up with just ridiculous ass stuff. What I remember about that, there was that we rehearsed it. Oh, you yeah. remember like there were rehearsals mm -hmm. before we did the, the recorded version. Those are the funniest to me. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was definitely a good time. Um, Oh, I know one of my favorite podcast moments and it's not even on, um, it's not even like recorded when it happened. Like, so you came into town for that live show we did at the the library con last year. Yeah, yeah. And me, you, and Jeremy had a good old time, and then recorded. And dude, we were out of it, right? Yeah. And there was excitement in the air because the episode nine cast had been re announced that week. And I'm trying to read off the cast list. And what do I say instead of Oscar Isaac? I say Oscar Meyer, Oscar Meyer, Oscar Meyer. Right. Yeah. And don't even realize it. Put the episode out. 
and I'm like super anxious about doing the live show the next day. And and all a bunch of people are like, Will didn't even catch us. Like, hell no, I didn't even catch it. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then Jeremy, like, look, I don't, he was like, I thought, I don't, I can't say for sure, but Jeremy's defense on this was that he heard it and thought I was just trying to be funny and didn't say anything. Um, I mean, so, that would make sense. So, super nervous the next day do the live show and I'm not like, since we're busy, I'm not looking on Twitter, come home from the live show, take a nap, get up from the nap. And I look and I have all these notifications that just say like Oscar Meyer and then crying, laughing emojis. Or someone is like, did Halls just call Oscar Isaac, Oscar Meyer. And then like being like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then like having this mini panic attack. Cause thinking, I called him Oscar Meyer at the live show because when I came home, I actually like posted it right away. And I was like, oh, no, I hope I didn't do that. That moment is one of my favorites just because it's so ridiculous. Um, the show, I mean, that being on stage was awesome. I don't, I don't I mean, I guess technically it was a podcast through Twitch, but uh, it was awesome. And Jeff recorded it. That was awesome. Yeah. It was a nice, nice to get one of those under our belt. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, I think, I think of all of our like reaction shows, like after one of the movies has come out, I think I like our last Jedi one the best because we had so many people over at the house. And then we also Skyped in people. We Skyped in like King Tom and Emily and Evan. And that was a lot of fun. So that's that's definitely up there. Um, oh, I know one. One is the, de- the debut of the Kia D song when Sal and Steel were both on the show together. That's the first time I ever played it on the show and the first time either of those guys heard it. That's a, a good time. Yeah, there's been a bunch of fun ones. And that's not even counting just meeting everybody and doing celebration and all that cool shit. I used to use the podcast as a point of interest to talk to ladies back when I was playing the gang. You did. Playing the field very and, hard and bringing them over to podcast oh. was always nice. It always, it you know, it was always okay. nice. Can, it was always fun. Now that, you know, you're a, a settled down man, right? Right. Can this I, was can, way back in the day. Yeah, this was early on in the first less than 50 episodes. Right. Can I tell you, Can because you're my boy, and you know, like, I'm down to be your mean, wingman and let you flex. But yeah. But that shit was always uncomfortable for me. Was it really? And it was not, it, it was I'm because. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm not looking, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think those episodes were fine, but it was early on in the show so like i was still <laughs> a little feeling a little goofy about it and secondly a couple of times it was the first time i had met either of these ladies right so like it was like hey i'm halls's will or i'm halls's friend i'm will's friend halls i'm halls's will uh i'm will's friend halls <laughs> do you want to sit at our kitchen table and listen to us talk about star wars way hey. more in depth than you might be ready for look i made sure I mean every time I did it that was like look this is going to be a while like, and it is 
you know, if you don't want to come or you got some other stuff to do, that's fine. Like, right. you know, I'm, I need to go do this. You're welcome to come if you want to, but be ready to be bored because you're going to be quiet and it's just going to be us recording yeah. a bunch of stuff for hours on end. Like and they were fully the, warned. And this is the thing you all, it was never like a rude thing where you just showed up. You always asked. And I was always like, yeah, absolutely. Cause I'm looking to help a brother out. Right. One time though, one of these ladies snitched on you. Did she? Yeah. Because she worked with Jesse, right? Yeah. And she told Jesse, uh, when we were coming over to your house the other day, I was asking Will about the podcast and I asked him on the podcast, who's Han and who's Chewy? And this lady said, you said, oh, I'm definitely Han. I'm definitely Han. <laughs> I mean, would one not imagine himself as Han Solo? I'm, personally? I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying she snitched on you. Oh, that's fine. <clears throat> and I was, when Jesse told me, I was like, well, I mean, do, do I seem confident enough to call myself Han Solo? I'm fine with being Chewy. All right. Uh, oh, I almost skipped over it. We got to do the F Mary kill. Steel Wars. Now this is podcasting or the Sith list. Oh my god! I this will... one's rough. Ooh, I don't know that I will. So, when they say that, they they're not saying like we're they're basically saying the podcasts, right? Right. So I we know. I we know have that. to we have to. Um, we have to like consider the podcast and their contents, right? Do we? Yeah, like so, like if if we were to kill Steel Wars, that means there's there no, more, be Steel no Wars. more Steel Wars. Steel is still around, but there's no more Steel Wars. Now, if there's no more Steel Wars, what does that mean? Well, that means that there's no more of Steele's interview show, right? Which I think in several instances has provided interesting insight or even like made the news, like the Star Wars fandom news with stuff that's, like I think a good example of this would be, and I always talk about this episode, the episode he did with one of the editors of The Force Awakens, Julian Smirk. Excellent episode. So if I were to kill Steel Wars, that would no longer be a thing. You know, if you kill now, this is podcasting. Then there's no more spoilers. Welcome then, to the dark. Then you basically take Star Wars spoilers off the table. Now, even though I'm not a huge spoiler guy, also recommend that the, or recognize that there's a ton of people that like that's their jam. You see what I'm saying? So then I feel like you're taking another important piece off the table. Now, if you kill the Sith list, what are you taking off the table? You're taking off... Some fine commentary. Well, what I feel is, in my personal opinion, a top three pop culture nerdy shit podcast. Right. You're taking away... A podcast that doesn't just cover Star Wars. They cover Star Wars, Marvel, DC, music, comics, 
video games. You know what I'm saying? Anything of nerdy interest under the sun, they cover. And then you take away like just hearing those dudes together. So this is tough. This is tough. It's almost too tough. I'm, Why can't we sister wife them? Why can't I marry all right, three of them? Right. And we just sister wife this whole situation here. I'm going to have to kill the Sith list. And it comes down to perhaps the pettiest reason ever. And that's that's one of their main hosts, Carlos Buo Arguello, hates Spider-Man. He doesn't like Spidey. Uh, and you know everybody's Spidey, got their thing. Spidey's my dude. Like I said, it, it's, you know so, what? it's so tough that I have to come down to the pettiest elements to make my decision. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I and get it. You did but you this, helped me make mine. You did this, um, Brittany. You right, did You did right. this, Brittany. You brought this to the table, and I have to bring up that your boyfriend doesn't like Spider-Man. You cornered a feral cat in an alleyway, and now I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here any way I can. What's your decision? I'm going to bang the Sith list Ooh. because we have so much in common Ooh. that that would be fun. You just named it all like the 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 geek nerd universe like that would be a cool bang session, right? It would be on the same level. And then like the before and after conversation. Top so much notch. fun. Yeah. Top See? notch. Right. I mean, look. I can't hate on your decision. Like I said, it's so tough that I had to literally I marry the, the Steel Wars. Ooh. Just for sheer content and quality. Not that the kill is lacking in either. But my world is so cool without spoilers that it would not hurt my feelings, but I would miss out on the, the juicy information that I enjoy so much by killing now this is podcasting. Okay. So I'm killing the Sith list. Unfortunately, now it comes down. Do I bang? Now this is podcasting. Or do I bang Steel Wars? I'm going to say, I'm going to bang now this is podcasting. Why? Because I feel like just a quick bang means I can get the fuck out of there before any spoilers drop. If I'm married to now this is podcasting, who knows what the fuck I'm going to hear. You know what I'm saying? We're cohabitating. If I marry Steel Wars, maybe I'm hanging out on the couch and Ben Mendelsohn drops by. See, that's what, what I, saying? that was, you know, there's my line of thing. <laughs> there you go. All right. You guys made us do this. All right. Now we have a voice. I still feel guilty. I do I'm too. Feeling, I'm have some agita right now. I'm going to lose sleep tonight. Yeah. Damn. Heavy as the hand. Head. That wear all right, we got a voicemail from our buddy Jim. Pause and Will. You guys must be really excited. Your CLS came in the mail. Oh, okay. Thanks, honey. Um, yeah, I use uh, Cialis. I uh, tried Viagra and a pill got stuck in my throat and I had a stiff neck for a week. I thank you. Yeah, I had a, uh, hey, Mark Hamill likes dad jokes. Well, as you guys know, I've listened to every episode of Blue Harvest and Rogue One and still don't know what you guys look like. So, my wife pulled up your picture and she knows it's your picture and I'm going to look at you dudes for the first time. So, oh no. Here we go. 
Huh. Hmm. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Hey now. I'm so hot. Oh yeah. Oh my God, where's my lady? What? I got candies coming out of my dick. <laughs> Unlimited Monday. Monday dick is not a typical symptom of listening to Blue Harvest. See a doctor if Monday dick persists for more than four days. Other symptoms <laughs> include headbangers, neck, high five related injuries, visions of physically disabled phantasms, craving for processed meat, and a desire to hair grow into a, for <laughs> hair to grow into a mullet. Jim does not actually have trouble getting boners. He has so many, he would give them away for free if he could. Happy anniversary and congratulations on 200 episodes. John Favreau <laughs> called me, told me to tell you, you are fucking money, baby. Ignite the green and may the fourth be with you. Oh, dang. Thanks. Dude, how Man, many of these are going to How many of these are going to have a musical element? Like, I feel wow. like we should start singing and shit. You were in show choir. Bust us out of tune, Will. Right, uh, I guess I completely blank. I'm completely blank. You did that, and I was like, eh. uh, uh, like it wiped everything from my mind for that one second. Oh man, what would like? Okay, so we got lightning dick. That's I was about to say that has come up several times. People clearly remember the uh, they sure do the Stone Cobra commercials. And you know what that means? That means we have to do new Stone Cobra commercials. Well, they're gonna have an album out next year. What better time to do a new commercial than for their new album? Um, so lightning dick, you shoot lightning out of your dick. Saber dick, your dick turns into a lightsaber. Now, mm -hmm. Monday dick, what purpose does that? It's like a it rush. sounds painful just yeah, by the name of it. I mean, I'm sure it's nice, but it's like uh, dick Russian nesting dolls. All right. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did I lose Will? Oh, my goodness. Forces of nature tried to stop Blue Harvest episode 200 before it was even done. I think it was just too much awesomeness flowing through our 200th episode that it shut down the power grid where I was at. Yeah, Will lost power. Fucking Jim's lightning dick voicemail fucking killed the power in Will's neighborhood overloaded my circuitry like and i was just a few minutes from being like maybe we should finish this tomorrow but then will showed up like a, a portal through space and time so i was just sitting in the dark in the living room just <laughs> fucking stewing motherfucking power just like willing the lights to come back on <laughs> like uh waving your hand in front of them like fucking force powers and shit Mm -hmm. All right. This is the droid you're looking for. This is the droid you're looking for. So next up, we got our buddy Josh, a.k.a. Billy Bob, with an email. Halls and Will. Hey, buddies. Wanted to stop by and thank you and congrats on the 200th episode of Blue Harvest. Also, I want to give a big thanks to the rest of the Blue Harvest family for helping make it happen. I am still listening to the episodes, and I have 87 episodes left. But I must say it's my favorite podcast by far. I listen to a lot of podcasts, especially from the Smodcast Network, but was really impressed with this one, and it has definitely turned into my favorite podcast on my list, 
and all thanks to Jeremy Allen, the Space Barbarian. I am very excited to hear the next 200 episodes as well. I appreciate what you guys do. Please keep doing it, and may the Force be with you. Thanks, Josh. That's awesome. The Smodcast guys are cool, too. All right, so next up, we have a voicemail that appears to have been passed along by Rural rural Farm Boy. He was like our our middleman. And this is from um, the Star Wars Sessions podcast. So let's check out what they have to say. Hey, guys, this is Matt. And this is Luke. From Star Wars Sessions all the way across the pond. Just wanted to say congratulations on your 200th podcast episode well done blue harvest pod unbelievable congratulations guys keep it up and may the force be, be with, you. with you always <laughs> nice thanks guys nice nice little message from across the pond yeah you guys should go check out the star wars sessions podcast all right next up we have uh-oh this this could be a good one it's from our buddies justin and rashad over at the Will Communication Podcast. And the subject is Willcom Heart Emojis Blue Harvest. Let's hear what our buddies have to say. What is up, Haas and Will? It's your boys Rashad and Justin from Will Communication. Hey guys, how you doing? Well, we know it's your 200th. And in honor of such a bodacious achievement and event, we got a little segment, something special, cooked up just for you guys it's a little segment we just thought up it's called will's world will's will's Uh (laughs) uh-oh so we're gonna keep things brief because i'm sure you got a lot of the homies rolling through so we've cooked up a little top five moments of blue harvest Uh uh-oh our top five at least Number five. Oh man, she Palpatine. <laughs> Love that you've brought such southern flavor and taste to the Star Wars galaxy. She Palpatine cannot see him or think of him or hear of him without hearing uh the Oh man. Oh but Palpatine. Oh man, that she Palpatine you're coming back for episode nine though. I hope nobody <laughs> takes offense to that. Sorry. Sorry. All right, number four, top moment, two moments, the adventures of Lightning Dick and Saber Dick. <laughs> it always comes back to that. Segments that I found hilarious when I went back and listened through the old episodes of Blue Harvest, some of the earlier episodes. A little uh, ad, ad, Addy for Stone Cobra. I'm hoping someday we'll get to find out what happened to... Uh, Lightning Dick and Saber Dick, the continued adventures of Lightning Dick and Saber Dick, if you will. Yo, maybe that could be the next Blue Harvest Adventures. Just putting oh, it out there. Let's Just go. putting it out there. All right. Number three, Cooking with Will. Cooking with uh. Will. Excellent munchables. I just think every time we get a little break, you know, tangents are fine. That's what I like about, you know, the Blue Harvest podcast. Sure, it's Star Wars, based in Star Wars, but I really stay for the tangents. And Cooking with Will, definitely one of my favorite aspects of the show. And now we get a separate segment on the Patreon, Cooking with Will. 
That earns two big chef's kiss from Will Communication. Oh. Number two, the one and the only, Kirdi Cockhead. <laughs> God, you know, you know when that song just comes blazing through. Yeah, really good voicemail for King Tom. Hell yeah. Uh, and big shouts out to Stevie D for cooking that one up with his buddy. And uh, yeah, love how much you guys really participate and interact with all of us listeners. You know, we are still listeners, but obviously before we got started, and that was a great way for us to kind of, you know, interact back and forth. I always dug that a lot about y'all and really fostered that pot it forward mentality. Yes, sir. Okay. And really, without a doubt, the number one favorite moment, favorite thing about Blue Harvest for both of us is the Haas and Will bromance. Oh, man. Y'all are like, you know... Justin and I really hope that, you know, in some years down the road that our our bromance will be flourishing and blooming and thriving quite as quite as great as you two. Bromance really inspiration. Brospiration, if you will. One of the, one of my favorite things about Blue Harvest is hearing you two interact and it's just like I'm I'm there with you hanging out, chatting with my buds. Exactly. You can tell you guys are just two dudes, best friends, love Star Wars, love talking about it. We really inspired by that, and that's kind of the, the flavor that we try to emulate in our show. And uh, want to thank you for, you know, 200 amazing episodes. Congratulations. Thanks for all the content, all the laughs, content. all the info, all the baloney Big Macs. Shouts out to both of you guys. What an achievement. You should be so proud. We're very proud of you and very proud to call you guys friends. Congrats, guys. And may that force be with you. Wills. Wills. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's really awesome. You guys, uh, speaking of potting it forward, should go check out the Will Communication podcast. And that's not W-I-L-L like our buddy Will Witten. This no. is like fucking Star Wars, son. It's W-H-I-L-L. W-H-I-L-L. Dude, we should. Uh, we. I'm gonna have to post on Twitter that there should be a uh, Blue Harvest 200 drinking game, and you gotta take a drink anytime someone brings up the fucking lightning dick or saber dick. Right in this game, you'd be pimped. <laughs> Dude, you'd fucking be fucked up. No, you'd be fucked up. Fucked up. All right. Next up, we got a voicemail from our buddies at the. Bad motivators. Bad motivators. Will and Hawes. Dudes, congratulations on 200 huge episodes. You guys, I know you get tired of hearing me say it, but you guys are killing it every week. Not just with the normal show, but with the Patreon content. I love, love, love what you do. And I'm so thankful that you just keep pushing it out every week and that you've you know really helped us out too it means a lot you guys rule and i hope that you have at least 200 more if not 5000 more episodes yeah 5000 is preferred when it comes to that uh <laughs> that statement uh but yeah you i've been listening to you guys i don't know how long since i like maybe episode episode 18 17 20 20 around there and 
it it's been a blast the entire time I, I remember when i went back through the first 20 and heard all your trivia and stuff like that it was it was so awesome and like eric said man that patreon content mwah, chef's kiss because that freaking it's a tidal wave like I, there's, I'm, I'm subscribed to like probably five or six patreons i don't think anybody quite puts out the amount of volume of content that you guys do it's fantastic and it's all great stuff so keep it up guys Haas and will thank you so much I don't think you really know, and I'm not just speaking for me, I'm speaking for these dudes too, how many people we have met uh, because of your show, just listening to your show and creating the community you've helped create. And I don't think the three of us would be together if it weren't for your show, because that's, you know, Blue Harvest was the first Star Wars podcast I started listening to. So also the cockhead theme, man, getting Steve in our lives and, and G Money and that yeah. cockhead theme. <laughs> Uh, best theme song ever. No offense, Eric, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a one A to your one B. There you go, dude. It's anyway. great. I, you can't argue with it. Yeah. And, and that's it's, another it's, thing it's too, man. All the Stone Cobra stuff on the regular oh. show, on each one of the Patreon shows, having its own theme. That is awesome, yeah. man. Those guys rule, and it's so cool that they are a part of your dope ass show too. Yeah, it was pretty awesome seeing that seeing that video. Haas recorded them playing live, playing that song. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. that, that was pretty cool. Really but, sweet. Yeah. And congratulations, guys, again. Yeah and, yeah, and thanks for thanks for being so welcoming in this community, man. Just keep doing what you do. We appreciate yes. it. Yes. Thanks, guys. So much love. I know, I feel so man. Love. Look at this. It's going Fucking- around. Star Wars friends and family, you guys should check out the Bad Motivators as well. You know what's funny is um, I sent in a voicemail. Eric asked me to send in or asked if I was interested in sending in something for their 100th episode. Mm-hmm. And my voicemail was themed very similar to the one Chris Fresh sent us with the Godfather reference. Oh, nice. Fucking great minds, right? <clears throat> That kind of sounded full of myself. I just called myself a great mind. I think you just were saying that great minds think alike. In fact, that you both had a great mind. Right, but still. It's a little... The quality of those, um, the bad motivators is so good. Yeah, I mean, you have a fucking audio... um, Genius. Genius behind... Like, I mean, the dude... Right? Yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that dude is a fucking audio wizard, space wizard. <clears throat> All right, we knew it was coming. The man who's probably got his portion of biscuits and gravy ready. I hope he takes a big old bite oh, right man. now. Man, is this the rural farm boy? Followed by a sip of that there old coffee. Here it comes. It's our buddy, rural farm boy. I'll do Haas. Well, it's Anthony, Rural Farm Boy in that Twitterverse. Happy 200th episode of Blue Harvest, Inns Moisture Farmers, and also happy fourth year anniversary of your show. And though I ain't a listener from back in the beginning days, but I have been for maybe, oh, going on a year and a half, two years, regular like, till I started sending you voice messages. Um, I'm so very grateful that what Yins, what Haas always says is our goofy little show. Well, it's more than that to me. 
and others than just me. It's the first thing every Saturday morning I put on my radio and has been for the past 18 months, two years. Never fails. Every Saturday morning, you're the first two I put on and listen to. And I'm humbled and grateful and thankful that you do it. And I'm glad to be a patron of yours. Because this goofy little show you go and says you do, yeah, it's worth it to me. So I hope this whole episode is about nothing but Yun's 2 and Blue Harvest and all us listeners. Let's see what everybody else got to say. And I hope they broke your inbox. (laughs) (coughs) I went out and rounded up a bunch of folks to get in there. (laughs) So let's see what everybody else got to say. And I'll see you on my radio this come Saturday morning. May the force be with you, my Star Wars friends. Love you. See you on the radio. Thanks, Anthony. Man. So very nice. You know what's funny? What's uh, that? When Anthony first started, because, you know, we get some, uh, here at Blue Harvest, we get some characters every now and then. You know what I mean? Indeed we do. Get some characters. We've had, uh, you know, Bobby I show up, Robert Iger himself. We've had uh, Kit Fisto, Soar's Bandeem. You know, we occasionally get a character, and I was like, oh, I think we got a new character. It's Royal Farm Boy. And no, it ain't a character. That is a Royal Farm Boy. He yep. is legit. And he is a fucking A-plus gold star Star Wars podcast supporter. And uh, <clears throat> I always get stoked when I hear He's always him. got good voicemails. He does. And he always has good insight. Uh, he is very particular about how you pronounce Tantive, the Tantive 4, because, you know, my ass always be calling it the old Tantive. And that's old Leia on the Tantive 4. Taint. Um, the Tantive Taint. 4. <laughs> so thanks for your support, Anthony. It means a lot to us. And I hope you're enjoying your Saturday. Um, next up. Your biscuits and gravy and black coffee. Uh I have a feeling that maybe this is another um, Anthony Rural Farm Boy voicemail, meaning he sent this person our way. And this is from Alan Voivod from the Star Wars 7x7 podcast. He says, hi, Halls. Hi, Will. One of my patrons flagged the fact that you're coming up on 200 episodes in nearly four years of the show, so I wanted to say congrats. Your Twitter feed says you're still collecting messages for your upcoming show, so I'm sending along a message to add to the show if you feel it's worth including. Take care and best of luck with your next 200. Cheers, Alan Voivod with Star Wars 7x7. Hell yeah. Here he comes. Hey, Haas. Hey, Will. Here we go. Alan Voivod from Star Wars 7x7. Just wanted to say congratulations to you on hitting your 200th episode milestone and also early congratulations for your upcoming four-year anniversary of Blue Harvest. Keep on keeping on, gentlemen. May the Force be with you and your audience, and I hope you all have a blast together for your next 200 episodes. Thanks, man. If you guys haven't checked out Star Wars 7x7, it is a feat. 
of Star Wars podcasting. He puts out a seven-ish minute episode seven days a week. It's such a cool concept. It is. And like he's very efficient, like with his like just the facts, ma'am. Well, just fact, the facts. I mean, there's there's opinion in there too, but like like no, just I the, was just being yeah, I know, but like the the efficiency of it is impressive. Uh, all right, next up we have a is this a voicemail or just an email? It's just an email, and this is from Gary. Greetings from Great Britain, Gary. Congratulations on the 200th episode plus change. Here's to another 200. Amazing show, gents, and truly one of the best. Thanks for giving up the valuable time to record the shows. Couple of quick things. Is that a young Cassian Andor and Solo getting arrested in the queue at the spaceport? And can't believe you guys get the bread and milk panic. Thought that was just Britain. If we just get one millimeter, bread and milk goes extinct. May the force be with you, Gary. Oh, so apparently that's not just an Alabama thing. It's good to know because I kind of felt like, oh, it's just us stupid people in the South. So as far as the Cassian thing, that would be cool, but I'm not exactly sure what specific moment he's talking about unless it's the guy that gets arrested instead of Han. You know what I mean? In Solo, when when Han um, breaks into the spaceport. Oh, no. Oh, no. Once again, forces are trying to keep us from getting Blue Harvest 200 out to you guys. That's the second time Will's power's gone out. What the the fuck? I think the voicemails are just too good. They're too good. But let's keep... Blowing my grid. Let's try another. Let's try another. This is from our friend Maria. Thank you both for the awesome pod without whom I would have never met King Tom. Keep up the great work. This is from Maria. And Will, it's Maria. Um, wanted to send you a shout for your 200th anniversary. 200 episodes is a really long time to do anything, uh, much less a <laughs> podcast. So thank you so much for continuing to do this. Um, the content is amazing. Uh, love the Patreon, the Cooking with Will, uh, and Jaws. I know Rural Farm Boy wanted us to mobilize and send you guys some shout outs so i hope this will make it to you in time uh may the fourth is actually my um anniversary me and my husband have been married for what shit like five years or something jesus christ um (laughs) we have disputes all the time about star wars and we argue about that shit like like we're eight-year-old kids anyhow uh that's neither here nor there uh, but congratulations on that and all that you do for the fandom. You know, uh, you guys were instrumental in the Kessel Toy Run and getting the information out there and the holiday specials that you put out year after year. Um, they mean a lot to me. I know that um, when I'm working out or I have to open uh, at 5 a.m., it means a lot to have the podcast there and to be able to listen to two people I really respect and it uh, feels like they're just friends that live far away <laughs> uh, when, I'm, when I'm trying to push through and, and get it done. Um, as it turns out, when you have a baby, you gain a little bit of weight, so I've been, I've been trying to work on that. Um, and the podcast does help. 
So I really don't have a question, just more of like a a thought rolling around in my brain as it relates to Episode 9. Um, now that the teaser's out there in the ether and folks are starting to formulate some things. Um, mine is on C-3PO. So uh, watching the Celebration live feed at home, it looks like there's been a lot of foreshadowing from Anthony Daniels about C-3PO and what's happening there. Um, it seems like it could be his last hurrah as the character. Um, and then on Twitter, um, what was that, in maybe January or February, something like that, they made a big deal about Anthony Daniels' last day on set in Episode 9. They didn't do that in Episode 7 or 8. And, you know, he, he showed up for filming, you know, in those uh, in those films. But there wasn't such a big deal made about his last day of shooting. Um, so that puts something in my mind that maybe this will be his last uh, hurrah as the character. Also... Um, he was saying a few things on the Phantom Menace panel about what if um, C-3PO found out who uh, made him, what if he found out the story. Uh, and that got me thinking, what if um, somehow his memory is restored and he finds out it was it was him and he has this big uh, Shakespearean moment, you know, if I could have been able to tell you guys what happened, none of this would have happened, it's my fault, um, maybe he makes a sacrifice for the team, uh, because he feels responsible, and it also gives Anthony Daniels that big Shakespearean moment to chew the scenery and his last hurrah as the character, that would be kind of cool and, and satisfying, <laughs> is the word everyone's using, um, so that's that's kind of what's rattling around in my brain right now um, as we move into nine. So that's kind of what I'm thinking there. Um, I don't always call in or, or send a message or whatever because I just don't feel like I have anything to add to the conversation. Nothing I say is going to be better than what King Tom cooks up most of the time. I wonder what's going to happen to Maz in nine. Huh. Haven't heard shit about her, or that Lupita Nyong'o did any work for it. She's awesome, isn't she? Anyhow, mm -hmm. um, hope this message finds you guys well. Um, happy 200th episode, and uh, keep up the amazing work. The Force will be with you, always. Thanks, nice. Maria. Absolutely. Um you know, as far as the Anthony Daniels thing goes, I do have a feeling this is probably his last appearance as C-3PO. And I think they'd make a big deal of it if he came back again. I just, you know, I'm not saying he's not long for this world. I'm just saying I don't know if they'll use him in the next Star Wars or yeah. If and, he will be around for the next Star Wars. And when I say his last appearance as C-3PO, I mean him in the suit. Like, obviously, if he shows up in, you know, animated form, I'll sure, I'm sure they'll get him to do the voice or anything oh, like yeah. that. But as far as live action appearance goes, it probably is his last one. Because um, even if they do do another one and he is around, I don't, you know, you know, I have no idea what kind of shape he'll be in. Right. To do a C-3PO thing. And um, um, 
my interesting thing is who do you think they would do you think it would like be a digital approximation from everything he's ever said or do you think they'll have like someone replace him I don't really know I kind of get the feeling that as long as he's around and like up for it which I'm sure he is uh, I could see him still doing cameos and stuff in, in other Star Wars movies, maybe not even as C-3PO. You know, he's just like one of the the slave miners on Kessel in Solo. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Like, he seems to take a, a big... Uh, he has a lot of pride in being someone that's in every Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, he likes that. Um and then, you know, like, if episode 10 is ever an eventuality, if it ever does happen, and C-3PO is a character in that, then that's where you wonder, like, if he's still around, I don't think he'll be in the suit, but maybe they'll get someone to perform C-3PO and have him do the voice. I would sure hope so. I would, too. Is If he's available, uh, you know, to do the voice, I would at least, like him to do the voice regardless of any times i might get annoyed with anthony daniels he has c-3po and oh and he as, always will be yeah and as long as he can portray the character in some way i would prefer that he does but i have a feeling that c-3po like she's saying might have a pretty big role in episode nine which will be nice because honestly one of my few complaints about the sequel trilogy is there's not a ton of c-3po or r2d2 in them right it would be interesting if he learned his origin. I mean, I don't know how they would do it, but it would be fascinating if he learned that he was made by Anakin. Yeah. That would I mean, I guess there's no one to say that he doesn't already know, but... Yeah, I don't know, at least in new canon stuff, if it has been addressed. I just don't know. But that would be... You know, that is an interesting character detail that we haven't really seen addressed on screen. So... Because be it came person. out, like it came out, and Leia had to deal with it, right? And we assume that C three PO was with Leia at that time, right? I mean, it didn't come out that he made C three PO, but it came out no, no, that, no, that right, right, that he was their daughter or whatever, right? I guess Leia may not even have known. Oh, she definitely well, none knew. Of, knew that Vader was her father. I meant that Vader made C three PO. Oh, right, yeah. I, I don't guess know about nobody that. could know. Except for <laughs> Obi-Wan. Right. And he certainly didn't tell. Yeah, as far as we know, that is not a piece of information. Maybe Ghost Anakin told Luke at some point. Maybe. All right. Next up, we got our buddy James Yarko. This is Jack Yarko. Congrats on 200 episodes of Blue Harvest. It was really cool to meet you at Celebration. Hope you to see you again. <laughs> hey, Hawes and Will. James here. Uh, Jack was a little bit nervous about being on the podcast, so I had to write his script for him, which is why it sounded like he was reading. But just wanted to call and say congratulations on 200 amazing episodes. You guys are fantastic. You have turned into you know, something that helps me get through work on Saturdays because, you know, most people don't have to work on Saturdays, but I do at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Um you guys always have great conversations. I, I swear my favorite parts of your shows are when you start going off on random tangents because those really are the absolute best. Uh, 
real excited to hear what you guys have coming from here on out, especially with all the content that's coming down the pike with Mandalorian and, and Clone Wars and obviously the rise of Skywalker. Hashtag Ray is not a Skywalker. I hope you're listening, Johnny. Um, so yeah, big congratulations <laughs> to you guys. You guys are incredible, and thanks so much for everything that you do for all of us. Thanks, James and Jack. Dude, uh, I got to meet Jack at uh, Celebration, and it was after the Mandalorian panel, and Jack yeah. is a huge Boba Fett fan. Oh, man. Yeah. It's my kind of guy. Mine, too. He's got nothing to be worried about. He did perfectly fine. He yeah. did great. Well, we had him on Rogue One. We recorded with him and got his thoughts on the Mandalorian stuff um, for Rogue One, and he was a natural, funny like talking up some Boba Fett, so kids got it in spades. Yeah, I'm telling you, before we hit a thousand episodes, like he is going to be the king of Star Wars podcasting. Look out for for Jack Yarko in the coming years. That kid's got Star Wars podcaster all over him. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have a voicemail from our buddy Jacoby. Hello there, Haas and Will. Jacoby here. Happy 200 episodes, guys. That's that's fantastic milestone. And for it to land on May the 4th, I mean, the force is definitely with you guys on that one. So here's to 200 and 200 more and 200 more beyond that. Super excited for you guys. Really, really great job with the podcast. I s- sincerely enjoy everything you guys do. So keep it up. And I, I know I, I'm not the only one who feels this way. Um, this week, I wanted to share a Star Wars memory that I have that's real fond to me. Um, I was born in the mid to late 80s, so I didn't get to see any of the original trilogy during their original run in theaters. But when they came back around during the special editions, my dad took me to see A New Hope, just the two of us. And normally we would always go you know, as a family, but Star Wars was real special to me and dad. So it was just the two of us that went and it was amazing to, to finally see my favorite film up on the big screen. Um, one memory in particular is when, uh, Han Solo comes in at the last moment and saves Luke Skywalker during the trench run. My dad and a handful of other dudes around his age, started applauding and like cheering a little bit. And it was just really neat to see my dad feel like a kid again. I could tell that he was genuinely excited and it was really neat to experience that and to see him feel the same feelings that, that I have about this, this crazy space film. Um, and then another fond memory that I have is, you know, I, I mentioned several voicemails back that my grandmother, uh, she calls, called me Jacoby. And a few times, uh, whenever she would say that around my dad, my dad would say, Obi-Wan Jacoby, <laughs> his best Alec Guinness impersonation. And also when we saw that that movie, when uh, Alec Guinness goes, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. My dad would punch me in the knee and, you know, nudge me in the shoulder and whatever. So it was just kind of cool to have that camaraderie with my dad. And from then on out, we saw all the prequel films together in theaters on their first first release just the two of us and it was just a real special special thing to have that to share with my dad um unfortunately he passed in 2008 so you know i didn't get to see any of the 
the sequel trilogy with him. But it's neat because that's kind of like a tradition now that I share with my wife is we go, just the two of us, none of our friends. We just kind of want to have our own experience with the movie for the first time. So anyway, that's that's my my Star Wars memory and uh, the enjoyment that I get out of this franchise and how it's really something kind of personal to, to me and my family. Um, I won't be calling in next week. My wife and I are actually going on vacation. We're going to go camping, so... Uh, I'll miss next week's episode when it releases on Friday night, Saturday morning. But uh, I'm looking forward to to what comes next, fellas. Again, congratulations on 200 episodes. I hope the best for you. Keep on keeping on. Blue Harvest friends and family, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. This is Jacoby, punching out. Thanks, buddy. That's an awesome story. Yeah, it is. Man... When he was telling that story about um, Obi-Wan Jacoby, right? Yeah. It made me think of the time your brother John Luke came and visited in Birmingham. And I might have been a little inebriated. And all night I would go, Luke, Luke, you must go to the Dagobah system. There you will find Master, the Jedi Master. The Jedi who trained me. Oh my God. And like your brother, being a sweet dude, laughed every time. But I could He was see... like, ah, oh, it's cute. And then he was like, ah, oh, it's still funny. <laughs> and But I could see like in like behind the sweet exterior on his face, he was like, shut this dude up. Just He's shut like, you're up. Gonna, you're going to have to give it up eventually. And I'm here to tell you if I saw. if. If I saw him today, I'd probably do the same. Like, immediately. I'm pretty sure he'd expect no less from you. We interrupt this regularly scheduled 200th episode of Blue Harvest uh, for an important announcement. I was sitting on the couch this morning, Friday morning, the night after, or the day after, rather, that we recorded the 200th episode, and I was going through the emails making sure to get everybody in the notes and stuff. And I realized we fucked up. We missed two voicemails. And there ain't no way, ain't no way I'm going to let this shit happen. Not on the 200th episode. So I rallied the troop. Will Witten called him up. Uh, emergency. There's and There's just one. Yeah, just the troop. And Just uh, the one you have to call. It makes it easy. We're going to get to these two voicemails, and <laughs> might I say, we almost miss King Tom's. Ooh, the king well, of all times. I'm certainly glad we corrected our error because that would have been mortifying. The fucking author of the Lando Quatrain himself. So, we uh, we're about to fix that. We're going to address these two that we missed, and hopefully. That's not, that's that's the only ones. Hopefully that's the only thing we missed. So let's hear from our buddy King Tom. Hey there, Haas and Will. I can't tell you how happy and proud I am of you guys for taking Blue Harvest to 200 episodes. I mean, it's, it's, it's a major accomplishment. It takes a lot of talent and work to have and make a podcast to begin with. But you guys have, have been here every week, and... 
I, I, I know I'm not alone in this. You know, I've been a Star Wars fan all my life, but ever since the Disney purchase, my, my being a fan has been re-energized and taken to levels that it hadn't been before the purchase. And these last few years, it's, it's not perfect, but I love this little community we have. And to be able to have people to talk about it with and to listen to, you know, every week Blue Harvest is such just just such a huge part of that, that I can't thank you enough for that. Whether it's, you know, to have someone to listen to or talk about with or even bounce my crazy ideas and theories and my ideas about Kiety Monday off of, that means a lot. And I want to, I want to thank you guys for being there. And you guys mean a lot to everyone. So uh, congratulations on 200 and looking forward to 200 more. Oh, man. Thanks, King Tom. That was very sweet of you. Yeah, right. I mean, I know everybody has been thanking us, but really, thank them. it's them that make it happen. You know, I thank y'all. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, King, King Tom is definitely one of the crown jewels of my new star wars friends and family that have popped up uh over the past few years you know since we started the show um next up we have one more voicemail that we only almost missed and this is from our buddy dylan and uh let's hear what he has to say hey richard this is your dad (laughs) your sister said you were on the radio talking about how you love raccoons Boy, we do too. Your mother just made some raccoon tacos the other night. Boy, they make for some good eating. Well, I hear you have your 200th episode. Congrats, bub. Say hi to Chef Will. Well, talk to you later. Go Royals. That is an excellent referential voicemail right there that was pretty damn good he he worked in my love of richard christie's dad the raccoons uh just so much in fact i don't even know if that was really dylan that might have been richard christie's dad for all we know yeah I, i i gotta say as much as i love richard christie and i used to love hearing his uh dad call in when i used to listen to the stern show i can't get behind the eating of the raccoons man that bums me out the eating raccoons is that what he's doing yeah they had like a uh a reality show on their on-demand program where they basically spent like a week with the christies and i don't know if it was tacos i think they made raccoon sloppy joes i see can't get behind it man can you eat a raccoon no i could never i could never <laughs> not even if you were starving I mean, if I was starving. Maybe if you were starving. If I was starving, you know, like, I would hope I would. We're in a survival situation. Yeah, I would hope I would exhaust any other, you know, option, but just don't like. I would give him a painless exit for you. Like the F. Mary Kill that Emily and and Brittany gave us, like, don't, don't back. It was torturous. Don't back this feral cat into a corner and give me the Kobayashi Maru of questions like. Would I starve to death before I ate a raccoon? I don't think so, but I don't know, man. I'd be so bummed. Like, the the post-raccoon feast depression 
might be worse than dying of starvation. I don't know. I don't know. I think the warm feeling of food in your starving belly would uh, overcome any of that. I don't know, man. I am no survivor, man. That is for sure. Well, buddy, thanks for taking the time to make a quick emergency recording. I wanted this to be no Blue Harvest Moisture Farmer left behind. And I wanted to, you know, make sure we got these two dudes. They've been, both have been incredibly supportive for so long now that, like, I would have felt awful if we missed their voicemails. Me too. Wow. Thank you for catching it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping, like, I'm going to do another check. And I'm going to re-go over the notes, and I'm going to put this into the episode somewhere, and I'm hoping that, like, this is it. I hope I got it covered. Hopefully, I don't text you, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, I know we just did that a couple hours ago, but do you got another five to ten minutes? No, dude. If we got uno mas, uno mas away. So, anyways, guys, thanks for everything, and uh, on with the regularly recorded show. You're probably right. All right, next up, we got our buddy, John Orme. Let's hear what he has to say. That rhymed. Hey, Hawes and Will. It's Johnny from uh, My Star Wars Life Debt. Um, congratulations on uh, 200 episodes and your fourth anniversary. You guys are absolutely killing it. Um, you're one of the top podcasts out there for Star Wars, definitely. Um you guys bring some great content every week, and um, I always look forward to listening to you on a Monday morning on the way to work. So uh, keep up the great word, uh, great word, sorry, great work, and uh, here's to another 200, and uh, looking forward to hearing what you guys put out for the next 200 weeks. So uh, again, congratulations, and uh, have a good one. Thank you. Thanks, Johnny. You guys should check out my Star Wars Life Debt. It is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, you can find it at my Star my Star Wars Life and uh, he's at Bloody Orme on Twitter. Man, you should check it out. He does some really interesting uh, blog posts and you know content. It's it's really good. You guys should check it out. Um, guys. We have an email from the songbird of a generation, Steve D. Mundy. Halls and Will, congrats on your 200th episode. I began listening to the podcast just over three years ago in April 2016. I had begun listening to Now This Is Podcasting and Rogue One that same week and just had to hear more of that sweet-ass drawl. So subscribe to Blue Harvest. My first episode was Finale. I got thoroughly bummed out when you announced at the start of the show that it would be your final show. Then I realized it was an April Fool's joke and felt shame for getting fished like that. You guys have really enhanced my love for Star Wars. I love what you guys do and hope the Blue Harvest train keeps chugging along for years to come. It's truly an honor to briefly hear my stupid voice during your show the past two plus years and I promise you more is coming very soon. Paul's getting to meet you and Jesse and spend time with you guys out in Chicago was a total delight. I hope we can do do that again someday with Will this time. Thanks again for everything, and may the force be with you. See ya! Steve D. Mundy. Thanks, buddy. Dude, uh, to go along with the 
Blue Harvest uh, 200th episode drinking game. So we've got uh, anytime someone brings up the Kia D song, anytime someone mentions Saber Dick or Lightning Dick, and yeah. also anytime someone mentions that you need to come to Celebration Anaheim with us next year. Yeah, right. It you, seems to be a theme. There's a theme, and it's and music. There's all kinds of themes tonight. It's, it's rich with themes, Blue Harvest 200. All right, next up, we were talking just a couple of voicemails ago about the characters, the characters that have populated our show. And can I say this next character has made me laugh. Has brought, and you know what? Oftentimes known for bringing a musical element, he's a rap scallion. It's Soar's Bandine. Mm. Let's hear what he has to say. Hello, this is Soar's Bandine. And I'm back. It's been a challenging week for old sores, boys and girls. I sat down on Monday night in my favourite chair. Martha asks me, do you want a cup of tea? I said, I love a brew, Martha. She says, do you want any sugar with that? I said, no, I'm sweet enough. So I'm all good to go. I'm about to watch the Game of Thrones. And then my dog and bone starts blowing up. I look over and what do I see? Can you believe that this person died? Can you believe that he did this and she did that? Now listen, the body's not even cold yet. And you lot are spoiling that shit everywhere. Now listen... If you lot don't calm down, we're going to have a problem that you don't like. Now, I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you want. But if you're looking for trouble, I can tell you, you've come to the right place. I have a very particular set of skills. (laughs) Skills that I've acquired over a long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. And if you don't stop spoiling my favourite TV show now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will spoil your favourite TV show. I will travel through the bloody quantum realm and spoil every TV show and film <laughs> until the end of time. Do you understand me, you mug? I'm telling you right now, I'll travel all the way forward and back, and I'll tell you that Sheev Palpatine is Ray's mother, and I won't even hesitate. Do you understand me? Right, now that I've got all of that unpleasantness out of the way, I'd just like to say congratulations to William and Hawes on 200 episodes. Don't you boys ever go changing. Oh, here it comes. Don't go changing. Oh, wow. Oh, that's what I thought was coming. You never let me down before. Mm. 
don't imagine you're too familiar and I don't see you anymore I wouldn't leave you in times of trouble we never could have come this far Ooh, I took the good times I'll take the bad times I'll take you just the way you are Don't go trying some new fashion Change the color of your hair You always have my unspoken passion Although I might not seem to care I don't want clever conversation I never want to work that hard I just want someone That I could talk to I want you just the way you are Alright boys and girls That's enough from me I'll leave you to it Ta-ra! Yeah, bunch of mugs. Oh my goodness. We really, I mean, it is, it's a musical. It's an unintended musical, Blue Harvest 200. It is. It's a musical Blue Harvest episode. You know what, dude? We're making it, like, I can see the end of the voicemails. We're doing it. We're pulling it off. You guys are amazing. And might I add, Soares brings up an interesting point. A point I noticed... Uh, so last weekend, there were two pretty big events in sort of like nerdy culture, I guess you could say, right? Yeah. One was, um, Avengers Endgame. One was, uh, the game of the episode, the Game of Thrones episode that happened on Sunday, right? Battle of Winterfell. Yes. And... You know, leading up to Endgame, people were all talking like, it better not be spoiled for me, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And I gotta be honest, you know, I saw Endgame fairly quickly. You know, I saw it the Friday morning it came out. So, but even after that, I did not see a lot of spoilers. Honestly, I'm just now seeing people like on social media talk spoilers in like yeah, they- detail. There was a sign on the door when I went that said, don't spoil the end game. Right. Basically encouraging people not to talk about it. Right. And so I was real, I was like real impressed. I was like, damn, they were really cool about it. People didn't spoil shit. Well, the same cannot be said for Game of Thrones. Cause like literally as the show was airing, people were, were tweeting spoilers and shit so uh yeah i don't know if people just felt like well it's airing on tv it's not like people need have to go to the theater to see it 
and it's just okay to spoil, but I I don't know. I love the people that were pushing, um, that are I guess still are for the for it to for Ant Man to go up Thanos's butt. I love and it. Then go real big. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I know it's awful. I mean, I, I know no, it's I, ever, but. I just love that people are like, that's how it should end. That's it. That's how you win. That's how you beat Thanos right there. Love it. So funny. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. Dude, I thought that meme or whatever you want to call it of people hoping that's how uh, Endgame ended. <sighs> so fucking, I thought it was funny. I did. I thought it was funny. <clears throat> All right. Next up, we have a voicemail from our buddy. Do it with me, Will. Utah. Utah. Dougie. Pause and Will. This is Utah Dougie. Just uh, sending in my first ever voicemail to a podcast. You guys were also my first ever email. Love what you do. I love all the Star Wars talk. And Pause and Will, you just have good, good flow between you guys. Uh, this week, I want to just wish you guys a happy 200th episode anniversary. And uh, my question this week would be um, two questions. Will we see more force lightning? Um, who will wield it and who will be the receiver? Uh, I, I really would like to see some more of that being wielded and thrown around. Um, and also that good old green lightsaber. I uh, wonder who has it. Maybe it's in Ray's backpack or... I know that Finn is pretty handy with a lightsaber. Maybe he's working on that, uh, <laughs> using that, even though he's not Force-sensitive as we know yet. Um, be good to see that thing ignited. Uh, keep up the good work. Love you guys' podcast. See you later. Thanks, Dougie. Um, I think we... I don't know, man. Was she Palpatine back on the playing field in some yeah. capacity? Now I would have said no, but because I thought it was a Sith exclusive thing. But hell, a dark Jedi. Or... Now that she was back, who knows? Well, and Snoke used Force lightning, you know? Oh yeah, he did. He ricocheted it off, off the, the ground. Right? He did like yeah. a fucking uh, trick shot, like he was the damn um, Harlem Globetrotters or something like. So yeah. I... To me, that makes it seem like I think it's a possibility. Now, who will it get used on? Like, to me, your two options would be Ray or Kylo. Maybe yeah, I mean, both. Right. That's got to be. I mean, maybe somebody else. Who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Next up, we got a voicemail from Michael Harris. Hey, Hawes and Will, this is Mike Harris. Just wanted to call in and say congratulations on 200 episodes and to say thank you guys for all the content you both put out every week. Uh, it's always some awesome discussions. Can't wait to hear them every week. The last few have definitely been really cool, dissecting everything that happened at Celebration. Uh, I got to go to Celebration. It was incredible. It was my, f my first Celebration. It was amazing. I'm so glad that I got to go. I'm glad it was here in Chicago, which made it even easier, but uh, it's just amazing how much you miss when you're actually there in the center of the Star Wars universe for the weekend. So definitely been utilizing you guys to uh, catch up on things that I miss and just, just hear your overall experience on things. So uh, again, congratulations uh, on 200 episodes. Here's to another 200. 
And uh, take care and may the force be with you. See you later. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. It is crazy how much you end up missing while you're at Celebration. Because you're just in the thick of it and you're like, oh, this is going on, this is going on. Then you get home and you're like, what? That happened? All right. Next up, we got a voicemail from Aaron Neal. Hey, how's it Will? This is Aaron up in Louisville. Finally got away from the minions that I call my children. Just wanted to drop a line, tell y'all congrats on 200. The other the other week y'all were talking about the uh, the rush for milk and bread. Got me thinking about the uh, the snowstorm we had up here in Louisville um, back in 94 where we got 24 inches of snow. And uh, yeah, that shit was real. So uh, it shut down the city for about two weeks, and uh, every major company up here threatened to pull, pull out of the city. So, so yeah, it's all fun and games until uh, yeah, snow gets real. Winter does actually come once in a while. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, a recent release of Endgame uh, has Marvel on the mind and. Uh, it was funny, uh, at work the other day, somebody, uh, uh, calling me the local alt-right member of the work staff came in and past, uh, past years, so he's been shitting on Star Wars and various, you know, you know how they do, and, uh, came in and unsurprisingly talked about how horrible Captain Marvel was and, uh, yeah, you can imagine how that conversation went about all the ways that Marvel was messing up the MCU and how just Marvel was pushing the, the feminist agenda, you know, the, the old narrative that we've been getting about Kathleen Kennedy for the last year. But enough about that bullshit. Uh, last week you all were mentioning um, uh, Solo and how that that movie underperformed and maybe if uh, that movie had come out at a different time whether or not that movie would have done better and you know still still baffled about that movie and the release schedule um, in May and putting that movie up against Avengers and Deadpool 2 two movies that pretty much overlap like directly on the Venn diagram scale um, in in an effort to allegedly save Mary Poppins. It's maybe one of the biggest head scratchers I've seen Disney do in recent memory. Um, oh, and close on the Louisville pronunciation last week. It's Louisville. It's Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Kind of say it with the mouth of rocks. Anyway, congrats on 200. Talk to you all soon. Thanks, buddy. Sorry you have to deal with a dickhead at work. Yeah, that sucks. I got to be honest. That is something I'm like, the way my job is, like, I don't have coworkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm either working from home or I'm going to a location where, like, I don't work for the location I'm going to. I work for myself. So, like, I don't have to worry about that dickhead co-worker that wants to ruin my day with the asshole playbook and talking. It's like most of the time people don't hassle you. 
No, no. Most of the time, like my work, it works really well for me because of anxiety and like social anxiety and stuff like that. Like my work consists of me like popping in my earbuds, listening to podcasts all day, driving and typing, you know, like, all right. So we've got four more, Will. We're almost there. Okay. And then I'll do a quick breeze through just to make sure I didn't miss anybody. But it looks like we got four more. And the next one comes from someone who has helped shape the identity of Blue Harvest in a way that cannot be expressed. I'm not blowing smoke up this dude's ass. He has given this show an artistic identity that I am so grateful for and I don't think our show would be the same thing if it wasn't for this person right here. It's our buddy, artist extraordinaire, Evan DeCellis. Haas and Will, I do not even know how to start this. Uh, First of all, I I can't be happier that you guys hit the 200 episode milestone, so great job on that. And uh, thank you for also bringing me countless hours of Star Wars content honored me by having me appear on your show multiple times and trusted me enough to create the visuals for your show. Uh, So I will be forever grateful to the two of you for that. Um, And I won't take too long with this because I'm sure you have a lot of voice messages to go through um, or ones that you've already read and emails. So lastly, I just want to give a shout out to Joe who unfortunately couldn't be a part of this huge moment, but I think that we all know that he'd be one of the first in line to contribute to it. Um, I, also, we all know that he was as amazing as the show is and that he, he and King Tom gave us some glorious moments on this podcast. So again, guys, thank you for everything. And here's the 200 more, Evan. Thanks, Evan. Yeah, man. Definitely take a time. Think about Joe for a little bit and what an awesome dude he was and what he Joe actually do. came to our con. Yep. In Alabama. He sure did. Um... And dude, thank you. Thank you for all the artwork. Like, Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I can't say too much, but I will say Evan's working on something pretty big. And it's not for us. But what he's working on is like pretty cool. And I don't know when you'll see it, but when you do, it is badass. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. But I'll you're leave. such a tease. I'll tell you off the air. <clears throat> I just, I, I can't, I've been entrusted with information that I can't let go. All right. That makes you even more of a tease for the listeners. Well, you know, that gets a little teasing. Sometimes they like to be teased. So next up, we have someone very important to me who. She didn't have the patience of a saint. There probably would be no Blue Harvest because, let's be honest, she would have every right to be like, wait, how are you going to spend your Thursday or your Friday night? You're going to do what? I think not. You're going to talk about Star Wars for two hours, maybe longer? It's Jesse McGarity, my lovely fiance. Hey, Haas and Will. Jesse here. So I'll keep this short and sweet because I know you guys have like a metric fuck ton of these to get through, but I just wanted to tell you both how proud I am of you guys. 
So I still remember the first time Haas turned to me and said, you think Will would be into coming over and recording a Star Wars podcast with me? Like, I doubt many people would listen, but we could at least have a chance to hang out. And look at you now, 200 fucking episodes in. 200 damn ass episodes. That's ridiculous. Also, you have all these awesome spinoff shows. You even inspired me to start my own podcast. And my favorite thing about all of it, you've really created this awesome, wholesome Blue Harvest family that has really become an extended family for us. And I love everyone in it. It's it's really amazing and great. And I'm so proud of all the work that y'all have put into everything and I'm super proud to be the first and biggest Blue Harvest fangirl. Dang. I love that lady right there. She's Will. so nice. She is the best. Oh. And dude, if you want to hang out with me, you just got to say so. You don't have to create a podcast. Well, I thought it was. I know that, but I thought I'm it was just like. Kidding. I thought it was a good way. Like, you know what I'm saying? What did we do when we were hanging out? Talking about Star Wars, you yeah. know? What did we like? I remember for years talking with you and Steve specifically about starting a podcast. You know what I mean? And there was a self perceived technical hurdle that I didn't know if I would be able to get over it and actually produce it. And then, like, doing research about having to like make an RSS feed, and that's where it would stop every time. And then I remember it clear as day. I'm online looking. I was like, I want to like looking at Star Wars stuff. It's 2015. You know, the fucking Star Wars hype is real. We have a teaser trailer for um, The Force Awakens, but not a full trailer yet. And I'm ready to dive in Star Wars hardcore. And I'm looking on Amazon and. You know, what I want is new Star Wars stuff. And obviously, there's not new Star Wars stuff at this time. So what do I do instead? Like, I literally impulse bought the first mixer, the first couple of mics, ordered it, and then basically texted you and said, hey, we're going to do a Star Wars podcast. You want to do a Star, po- Star Wars podcast? And I was like, hell yeah. <clears throat> and then we recorded the first one on May the 4th. You were like, do you want to go do karate in the basement? I was like, Yes. yes. All right, we got two more guys. Next up, we've got Mr. Steel Saunders himself. Oh, wow. Steel Wars. Oh, and speaking of Jesse, make sure to check out your creepy. They, dude, they put out a dark-ass episode this week. Oh, really? What's Je- it about? Um, some myrtle- murders in Adelaide, Australia. Dude, it's Ooh. dark. And Jesse wow. was reading her script. Like, not her script, but, like, her notes on the right, cases. Right. And I was like, oh, oh, this one's rough, huh? But it's a good time. They did a whole episode about the Congress Plaza Hotel. So if anybody wants to hear more information about that haunted-ass hotel, you should go over there and check it out. But uh, let's hear what our buddy Steele has to say. Hey, you guys. It's Steele here. Oh, uh, are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Can you hear that noise? Oh my god, I've, I've found time to record a, a message for your 200th podcast and immediately this sound starts. 
I've got Harrison on my uh, lap here, and we are here to wish uh, Will and Hawes and all the Blue Harvest listeners. Oh, come on. All right, we're in the stairwell of my uh, apartment now, hopefully shielded from that noise. They just have no respect for uh, content here. It's, uh, it's very upsetting. But um, thank you guys so much for uh, so much great listening. I, I think I've told you this before, but I actually started listening because I think Jason tweeted out that you were getting hassled for um, swearing in one of your episodes or whatever. And uh, you're feeling <laughs> down about that. And so I thought, oh, I'll give these guys a listen. And um, yeah, how glad am I that I did? Because you guys are great friends. And um, also keep me company, even though you probably don't know it every, uh, every Saturday when the uh, episode goes up. But thanks for all the good times. Will... I want to see you out here in Anaheim, buddy. 2020, get up here. I know, you know, you're mainly going to Star Trek conventions, doing signings and stuff. (laughs) Come over and enjoy some wars at Star Wars Celebration. And uh, Hawes, you're just the man. It's uh, always a pleasure to uh, hear you talk Star Wars, whether it's with me or with Will or someone else or I get a bit jealous though but uh, yeah you guys enjoy the app. we'll enjoy the content thank you guys so much and may that force be with you thanks Steel mm, such an he didn't have to do that yeah that's man. very nice of him and we got a little uh, Harrison Saunders cameo in there oh we did I like that I was down um I would love to make it out there with you guys. That'd be a lot of fun. Oh man, dude, I'm telling you, like I know our California trip was fun and we saw a lot of friends and had a good time, but there is, I'm telling you, there is magic in the air at star Wars celebration. And you hey, know, that steel show that we went to at the scum and villainy cantina. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like one of the highlights of my trip just mm-hmm. to be able to see steel show and then, you know, just to chat with him afterwards. He's a good guy. And just like, you know, everybody puts on quality shows. He does. He's a pro. quality entertainment content, as he would say. Um, yeah. And, and I'm just, I'm telling you, dude, like, I think you'd have a blast at Star Wars Celebration. I know. Oh, sure. I'm not, I don't think I know you would. So maybe the stars will align. We'll see what happens. All right, we got one last one before we wrap it up. And this last one comes from a titan of Star Wars. Someone who, like Royal Farm Boy, I thought was a made-up character when I first heard of them. When I first heard of them, I was like, oh, these making Star Wars guys made up an amazing character for their show. Yo! They, and then I found out, no, not only is he real, and then I become friends with the dude. Get to hang out with him at Star Wars Celebration. I'm on a podcast with him. And I can't say for sure, but I know a few things that Mr. Johnny Grosso is known for. And one of those things 
He says, musical stylings. And it's been a very musical episode so far this week. Do you think he'll come through with the music? Well, let's find out together, buddy. You ready? Yep. Let's do it. Blue Harvest Pod. Time for you to download and give this podcast a whirl. Ah. Blue Harvest Pod. We're all moisture farmers. Dick Lightning for every boy and girl. Drink. Blue Harvest Pod. Hosted by Will and the Star Wars Beard of Knowledge. (laughs) Blue Harvest Pod. You don't have to like Yaddle, but you must love Kiadi. Yeah. I know who I want Ray to be. Oh I know I love Will and Hawsey. I know that I really can't sing Blue Harvest Pod. Blue Harvest Pod. Time for you to listen to the theme of Stone Cobra. Blue Harvest Pod. Don't forget Jesse, she's on their Patreon. And then there's Evan, the best damn artist, Mr. DeCellis. Blue Harvest Pod, I'd like to congratulate you on show 200. Yeah, I know who I want Ray to be. I know I love Will and Halsey. I know I really can't sing Blue Harvest Pod. Blue Harvest Pod 200. All right, Will, Haws, I love you guys. I've been listening since episode 7. Then I went back and listened to the first six and haven't missed since. Congratulations on 200. I love you. I'm so fortunate and lucky to be friends with both of you. You're the best. (laughs) Such a talented guy. Oh, my goodness. I believe that was to closing time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. It took my breath away. It did. It it needs flash animation. Like if we had a YouTube channel, that's how you know we would start every YouTube episode <laughs> with like a flash animation set to that. Oh my goodness! I think that's it. I'm looking through the list just to double check and make sure we didn't miss anybody. But I think we got through damn near 30 episode 200 messages i'm kind of sad that they were done there's such a positive force in my life right now damn i'm feeling confident my endorphins are kicking i think that's gonna fuel me for another 200 episodes for sure guys before we go i seriously want to thank you guys whether you Thank you to the listeners. Yeah, whether you sent a voicemail in for this week or an email, whether you've written in or sent in voicemails in the past, whether you're just a listener who's like, I don't want to email or voicemail in. And you don't have to. 
whether you've written an iTunes review or you haven't, whether you're a Patreon supporter or you're not, thank you guys. This is seriously one of my favorite things I've ever done. I don't think if our listener base was as great as they are, if this this would be fun, but I don't think it would be as much fun no. if we didn't have such great listeners that write in or, you know, just contribute to positivity in Star Wars no matter what. Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, I know sometimes being a Star Wars fan, especially in recent times, uh, hasn't always been 100% fun and a good time. But because of you guys, because of interacting with you, because of being able to know that once a week I get to sit down with my buddy Will and just be positive and talk about something we love. Do we love every element of it? No, but it's Star Wars. And there's something special about Star Wars. And look, I, I don't know what else to say. It's made to best. speak to the best in us. Yeah. And that's what that's what our listeners and this community is, is we try to be the best in ourselves. Yeah, and I think the podcast brings out the best in both of us. And at I least, think so too. Especially in our, our fandom towards Star Wars, you know? And, you know, I think, you know, even back during the prequels, there were turbulent times in the fandom and things like that. But I think there'll be ebbs and flows. And at the end of the day, I don't care about assholes on Twitter or on YouTube or on Reddit. What I care about is... No, my, I came... You care about... I'm sorry. You care about what? No, I was just going to say, I care about our listeners, our friends, our family. Absolutely. You know? You and I both came from a time where liking Star Wars... You know, could get you could get you beat up, or being alone at the lunch table in the cafeteria. Like, it hasn't always been popular and it hasn't always been easy. But, you know, like sticking with that, you like what you like. You know, I like yeah. what I like, and this is one of those things. And whether it's popular or not, I'm just glad that I'm able to share it with everybody every week. Yeah. And you. And if you guys stick around, we'll stick around. Like count on it yeah if there's still people that want to hear our goofy opinions about fake shit in space then i'm i'm down to share those with you got you all and, day um can i just say how excited i am <clears throat> to be a star wars fan right now we have so much cool shit coming this year alone that doesn't even count all the cool shit in our future. So as long as you guys are down, that's what we're going to focus on. And we're just going to have a good time. We're going to tell some stupid jokes, but some about some dicks about some farts. And we just want to have fun. We want to laugh with each other. Hopefully make you guys laugh every now and then. And uh, thanks for being around for the ride. A quick thank you to the making star Wars network for Absolutely. being so welcoming uh, a community for us as a podcast and as friends as well. Yeah. I mean, 
I, there's no way for me to sit here and name everybody who has been supportive or friendly or helpful or any of that stuff over the past four years. I couldn't do it. I'd end up leaving somebody super important out and I'd feel terrible. You guys know who you are. You know that we know who you are and we appreciate it. We appreciate you, every listener, whether you agree or disagree with us, just be cool. Be cool to each other. Like our buddy Jacoby says, like take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Um, and look, somehow we pulled it off for over a year now I've been talking about planning out like if I made up a couple of episodes that we missed we could hit 200 on our four year anniversary which was May the 4th we did it and thanks to you guys and everybody that sent stuff in I think it's a pretty special episode and I can't I agree well anyways guys if you like the theme song then please be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stoned Cobra. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. If you haven't already, leave us a five-star iTunes review. It helps us out more than you know. And until episode 201, this has been Blue Harvest, and I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.